Matt Schauf and Jared Smola of DraftSharks.com here to talk draft strategy for your redraft leagues. Now, Jared, redraft is a broad umbrella. It's any league where you start the season with, with a fresh roster that you draft. So these tips are going to apply to a variety of leagues, and we have distilled those down to three primary draft tips. We're going to lay those out right here. Number one, pursue value above all else. Now, Jared, value, of course, is just what a player is worth in a given league. Now, that gets a little bit more complicated because it includes all the other positions in that league. It includes your league settings, your lineup settings. It includes what's available when you're drafting. So, it's going to change, and that's why we have bothered to go through this painstaking process of creating DMVP values for every player. That is a 0 to 100 scale that applies an easy-to-comprehend value to every single player, basically, that's going to be considered within a given draft. So take our current PPR rankings, for example. Justin Jefferson, up top, spoiler alert carries a DMVP value of 100 because he's at the top of the board. The number 26 player in our base PPR rankings, DK Metcalf, in the set I'm looking at, a DMVP value of 61. So you can see how that's coming down. Player 97, another wideout, Juju Smith-Schuster, DMVP value 30, and so on from there. You can see how the values decrease. You can see how you use them to compare to each other. Now, Jared, I think it's important to note here that not everybody is going to get the exact same values that I just mentioned, right? Well, I think that's the key point here. You know, DK Metcalf is not going to have the same value in a PPR league as he does in a non-PPR PPR league. DK Metcalf's not going to have the same value in a league that requires you to start three wide receivers versus two wide receivers. Player value changes across different fantasy formats. And our draft war room uses 17 different value indicators to help you identify the best value at every point of your draft. We're factoring in everything from your scoring system, positional values, your team needs in real time that's changing throughout the draft based on what you've already selected. We're factoring in player upside, bust risk, injury risk, changing positional scarcity throughout your draft. You can see all 17 of these value indicators in action by creating a draft forum if you're a DS insider. If you're not, head over, create a draft forum, and do a mock draft for free. You can see how this works without even signing up to Draft Sharks. To capture the most value at every pick, though, you need to stay flexible throughout your draft. That is the key to winning your draft, and that's where the draft forum gives you such a big edge. We talk about our DMVP values. The D stands for dynamic. These rankings are adjusting throughout the draft based on your team needs, What's that, based on what's still available in your player pool. Example, you draft a quarterback early, you're going to see the quarterbacks fall down in your rankings because they're not as valuable to you anymore. You draft a pair of running backs to open your draft, you're going to see running backs tumble down the draft board you're going to see wide receivers climb and value the draft forum is always dynamic it's always factoring in all these different variables at every single point of your draft mm -hmm. and you talk about something that rolls right into our second pillar here and that second pillar is don't draft from rankings that look like everyone else's i mean that's what you're getting from draft sharks no matter when you joined us um the obvious reason to not draft from rankings that look like everybody else's is because if you're all drafting from the same list, then you need even more luck to help you go. You're just basically saying, I'm crossing my fingers. I hope I get the two guys that go off this year. And if I don't, I'm going to finish in sixth place and it's going to be a boring season. So you want to get different looking rankings that starts with the projections that have won multiple accuracy awards throughout the years in varied formats. Those feed into a system that then customizes to fit your specific league, right, Jared? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're not using rankings that are at least you know based on fueled by projections, I just think you're doing it wrong. You know, fantasy football is a game based on numbers, right? We score points based on how many yards a player accrues, how many touchdowns they score, how many catches. So if if you're not projecting this out, I just I don't see how you're going to get unique or accurate rankings. We spend hundreds of hours on our player projections every offseason, deep dive on every single team. Coaching tendencies, run pass splits, carry shares for players, target shares for players, efficiency metrics. We factor all that in, create what you know has been proven to be you know the most accurate projections in the industry. We've won multiple awards for that. But then most importantly, those projections are applied to your league's exact rules, your league scoring system, your league starting lineup requirements in your draft war room to give you those unique and accurate rankings for your draft. And to be fair, Jared spends hundreds of hours on those. I spend at most 92 minutes just telling him the players that I think he got wrong. But as you said, we put hours into those and we give you numbers that are going to fit to your league. And that fit is critical because even leagues that look similar can have subtle differences. You mentioned two wide receivers versus three. That's going to change things. It gets funkier than that. Superflex is becoming more popular. We have leagues with two flex spots, even three flex spots. We have uh, crazier scoring going out. We have IDP leagues for those who um, actually want to play full fantasy football, Jared. And the draft war room is going to treat all those. So when you sync your league, it's going to know the format that you're playing. It's going to give values specific for the players within your format. And it's going to adjust those, as you mentioned, as you go through your draft. That's the dynamic. That's the D in DMVP. The third pillar of redraft draft strategy, chase upside players in the late rounds. And I mean, that's the key to winning in really any format is to land those few players that really dramatically outperform preseason expectations. As you move through your draft, middle rounds, round 10 plus, it gets easier to find guys, not that they reveal themselves, but it's easier for a 10th round player, for example, to dramatically outperform his draft position than it is for a second rounder. It doesn't mean you won't find league winners early in the draft, but we want to find those guys that can hit that ultimate ceiling. And that's why we do the process that we do on those players. Right, Jared? Yeah, again, we spend all this time on player projections. That's some on the baseline project projection, right? Just what's most likely to happen. But we also spend a ton of time on ceiling projections for every single player. This is the player's best case scenario if everything breaks right. And as you said, Matt, it's really what you should be focused on in the middle and later stages of your draft. On your draft war room, you will see a ceiling projection for every single player. You can sort by that ceiling projection at any time if you're looking for that upside player. And then halfway through your draft, the draft war room is going to flip to upside mode automatically. Upside mode is going to give more weight to that ceiling projection and push those high upside targets further up your rankings. Again, that'll happen automatically for you. You can also turn it on and off anytime you want with one click of a button if you do want to be targeting those higher upside guys. Yeah, and that upside is critical because if you just look at the rankings versus ADP, you're going to find some guys that we think are sleepers, guys that we project higher or guys that we project lower than what the market is. But ceiling really focuses in on those guys that you can't necessarily project what their upside is, but you can say if a couple more things break right that we can't, you know, we can't predict a running back in front of somebody else is going to get injured. But if it happens, we can say that this guy has that ultimate ceiling that you're going to want to target later in your draft. So if you're ready to create your own draft war room and see those customized player values for your league, then click on the link right now and get started. 